welcome to Making Good Choices Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Quizera, and I am a mom of a newborn, in case you're new here. <laughs> so currently, I am holding the milk junk newborn named Doxa Blaze Quizera. <laughs> and I think you even heard his name <laughs> being said, but I'm also a wife and a mother to many. I moved to Uganda almost two years ago this month and I am so blessed at what God has done in my life and really I just want to talk today about life like what are y'all going through right now for me you know first of all pregnancy in pregnancy you have to be mentally tough in marriage you have to be mentally tough in when you give birth labor and delivery like our last episode you have to be so mentally set on the Lord mentally tough and now in postpartum you have to be mentally tough i feel like some people are actually going through a postpartum season right now whenever you look up the word postpartum it means the period after a woman gives birth so that's what i'm going to be talking about today postpartum what that means how it translates into our life, how long it lasts, and how we can make the the best, the most out of out of this season. You know, postpartum doesn't end. It doesn't end. When you give birth to something, and then you have to grow it, and it's growing, that's when the hard work comes in. That's when the real relying on Christ comes in. That's when everything that you had hoped for and prayed for is now a reality. What are you hoping for and praying for now? Where's that zeal? Postpartum is not just having a baby and then a few weeks after. Postpartum is when you have birthed something in your life and you now see it grow. You're responsible for it to grow. Like for me, the fact that my body is the sole thing that this human is feeding on That is huge. Some of us have birthed things or are about to birth something. And I feel like this season, it's it's the Advent season. We're leading up to Christmas. I feel like this season is so crucial because as we are, you know, awaiting the birth of Christ, you know, think about like how all of creation was literally waiting for Christ to be born. And then he was born. And I think about Mary Mary knows the future of her son. She didn't go into this thing blindly. Mary even had to accept it. The Holy Spirit didn't force himself on her. She accepted it. She's, she prayed. She was like, okay, <laughs> nothing is impossible with you, Lord. And she hid the things in her heart and he was born and she watched it grow. And then it grew and grew and grew. The postpartum for Mary wasn't just Jesus being born. It, even his whole life that she watched, it was even after. It, we're still in postpartum of Jesus being born. What is it for you? Have you birthed something? Has God birthed something through you like he did in Mary? Has he birthed, birthed something through you? And now you are watching it grow and now the hard work comes in. I just want to encourage you, you know, there's something so powerful I'm seeing in this season and learning about literally saying the words, Holy Spirit, take control. Holy Spirit, you are in control. (laughs) For an example, Doxa can be sleeping. I go to the bathroom. 
he starts screaming. I say, Holy Spirit, this is yours right now. Like, you're in control. And even when things aren't going wrong, Holy Spirit, you're in control. What's the next move? Holy Spirit, you're in control. What should I be praying? Whatever that thing is that you have birthed. And I love this because God uses us to birth whatever it is, right? He uses us. We are his co-workers. We are co-heirs with him. He uses us, his divine power at work within us to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask, think, or imagine. Now, he uses us to birth that thing, his power through us, like a birthing through us, to do the unimaginable. However, it takes risks. And with risks, it takes release. You have to release to the Holy Spirit. You know, it can be so easy in postpartum not to pray. It can be so easy not to pray. You know, the first few weeks, I, w- I, I even told a few people, It's so easy to pray now that I'm a mom because I have to be awake in the wee hours of the night. What else would I be doing? But now it's starting to, um, you know, Docs will wake up and I literally am sleeping while he's feeding. (laughs) Just being real. I'll fall asleep. I'll start off praying. I'll fall asleep. It can be so easy not to connect with God, the one who birthed the thing. It can be so easy. And you start to look at what's in front of you. You start to look at the temporal things. And anything that is birthed from the Lord is not temporal. These things are eternal. God does not birth temporal things. He does not birth the things that are yielding to corruption. There's no corruption in Christ. So how are you viewing the thing that he birthed? Are you viewing it as something that can be corrupted as something temporal? Or are you viewing it as eternal? Something that can't be corrupted. For me, I'm looking at Doxa Blaze Quizera and I'm like, what's up, boy? You are not corruptible. You are born of an incorruptible seed, as it said in the Bible. You are born of the eternal. You have eternal life. You are not something that perishes. You are something that prospers and thrives for all of eternity. You are an eternal being. You will not perish, but you have been giving, given everlasting life. That's something so beautiful about postpartum is that it never ends. When you are building things that are eternal, you know, there's a, there's a scripture in Corinthians, I'll link to it, that talks about doing the work that's, that perishes and the work that's eternal, and that our works will be judged in the fire. And if it's like the wood and the hay, then it will burn up. But if it doesn't burn in the fire, those things are eternal. That's the beautiful thing about what God has birthed. When he births something in you, it is eternal. That thing cannot burn up. We rely on him. We rely on him. When when we start to try to do the thing that he has birthed, when we start to try and take control, that's when we see the things, the works that are perishable. You know, this is what I'm learning. This boy is fearfully and wonderfully made, and he's not just for here. Here is so temporary, but he has a purpose for here. And it's so short of a time that even earth will be around. I know that he has to be called into his purpose. He will fulfill every day of his life that has been ordained by God. Those days have already been written in the book before he was even, before the foundations of the world. That's what the Bible says in Psalms. Hey, every single bit of purpose will be fulfilled by 
This guy docks a blaze that the Lord has set in his life. What am I to do with that? Because the thing is, I am not him. I am not the thing that God birthed. I'm not Doxa Blaze. You are not the product that has been birthed. There will be times when the Lord has it. If the Lord is the one building, if the Lord is the one growing it, if it's his seed that's birthed it, then guess what? There will be times where you feel like you have no control. And that is so wonderful because you are not the one who started the good work. (laughs) You are the one who helped in the good work. And you're still helping. You did not start it. If you feel like you're out of control, what does the word say? What does God say about it? This That's, you know, Doxa can scream, he can cry, and I can feel out of control. Or I can say, what does the word say? And in Psalms, it says that the the cry of an infant, the voice of an infant or a newborn is strength. And it even... It even deters the enemy. It's a stopping point for the enemy. So anytime that I see that face squinch up and scream, I go to that word and I remember, I can tell him to stop. Or I can stand on the word and say, oh, you better scream, boy. You better scream because it's really praise. And so it's very interesting because there will always be voices around talking about the thing that was birthed. I talked about this last year on the Christmas podcast about, can I, isn't that funny that I can't even say that I had a last year on the podcast? It's very interesting. There will always be voices around. For an example, um, there was a scenario recently where Emma's mom was bathing or he, she was wiping down Doxa because he was really hot. This boy gets hot like his mama. He sweats it up. When she was wiping him down, he was crying, you know, because I guess the thing was cold. You know how babies like like to... Ah! <laughs> anyway. And a few people around said, Oh, the little baby. Oh, he's crying. Oh. I said, you guys are crying more than him. I, I started to think, there are so many things in our minds that come from when we were babies. I started to think of how how many things people can say. Anytime a baby cries, all of a sudden the baby's a victim. I will not raise my child like a victim. Whenever we even start that, that means he's under something. My kid my kid is not under anything. He's not under stomach pain. I have all authority over him. He's been given to me by God to to cast away any kind of pain. To cast away that might sound really crazy. To cast away mosquitoes even. I told one of our Muslim friends, I said, My kid, uh uh-uh, uh, my kid will not be bit my, by a mosquito. I drew the line in the sand. He will not. Watch and see, because I've been given authority in Christ. It's really funny how we can let people speak over the thing that God has birthed in our life that we helped with. We can let people speak and think that they sound right because in all honesty, these people are more experienced than me. How about what you've birthed? Are people speaking into that thing? You really need to watch it and you need to stand your guard because I'm not letting any corruptible seed go into my son. There ain't no way. This kid is a gift from God. It's, he's not even mine. My husband and I, we say, uh-uh, there, there are no seeds that are corruptible that are going into this boy. Not one, not into any of our kids. How about the thing that you've birthed? It can be an organization. 
It can be a dream that you've had for a long time. It can be a podcast. Whatever it can be, there are always voices. And they might not even be tangible voices from people. Like, they might be voices of the enemy, your own voices of doubt or fear. Don't let corruptible thinking or corruptible seeds go into something that was made to be incorruptible. You know, when when Jesus, even before he was born, there was John the Baptist. And John the Baptist, he had to be born to prepare the way of the Lord. To prepare the way of the Lord. And his dad, when his dad found out about it, he was afraid. And he was like, no way. He was doubtful, and that is corruptible. And guess what? God used an angel to shut his mouth right on up because there could not be a corruptible seed going into something that God is birthing. And when his faith was strong enough after, the Lord said, okay, you can speak now. This thing this thing is real, and I'm really learning about it. Let me tell you one of the things that also, since it's my podcast, I love that it's my podcast. Thank you, Jesus. Well, it's Jesus' podcast, but he uses me to speak. One of the things also that really gets on my nerves, you know, kids clothing, like uh, for Doc said, it's newborn, zero to three months. That all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but from the very beginning, this kid's size is either big or small compared to the size on the clothes. You can say, oh, he's so big. He's even out of the three month clothing. And then that follows you all the way to adulthood. (laughs) In adulthood, you say, Oh my goodness, I'm so big because I wear a size blank. And now the sizes are what tell you whether your your size is correct or not. I'm telling you, that's a stronghold in society and people don't even realize it. But what about the thing that, whatever you've birthed, right? Because I'm thinking about it from my perspective as a mom. The thing that I've birthed, I, I can't let something, now this this is going deep. I cannot let something outside of him and outside of me determine whether the size of him is correct or not, whether he's too big or too small. What what kind of voices, for, for this example, it's just a tag on a shirt or a number on a shirt. What kind of voices is speaking about the thing that you've birthed now in postpartum? And, and it's so significant too because it's clothing. It's what you have to put him in. The thing that your product, your organization, your dream, whatever you started is in. What is telling you whether it's too big or too small? You know, I have a podcast. That's something that I birthed with Christ, right? I can look at the number of listeners and say, this is too small. Or I can look at someone else's listeners and say, I don't have X amount and even shrink back from building what I'm supposed to build in the postpartum. I hope you get what I'm saying. You've started something. You've birthed something. We cannot let we cannot let something tell us whether the size is too big or too small of what we've birthed. Because it's very easy to look at Doxa and be like, ah, his cheeks. This boy done gained so much weight. He's getting too big for the newborn clothes. Or I can say, hot diggity dog. This boy is eating my milk like crazy. He's pooping regularly. He's growing just as he is meant to grow. What can you say? What will you start speaking over whatever you have birthed, over your baby, over, (laughs) you know, because Mary could have said, like, if this is supposed to be the king of kings and Lord of lords, Emmanuel, God with us, why is this manger the place that I have to give birth? 
What does this say about him? It says that he's not good enough. She could have put disadvantage on her kid from birth in the place that it was bir- that he was birthed, right? The place that you birthed whatever it was. Did it look did it look dirty? Was it smelly like a manger? And then she she also could have said, "Ah, oh, now we're in Nazareth." How how is she could have tried to take it upon herself to say, "Okay, like we need to take him to to Jerusalem, we need to make sure that he gets famous real quick. No, 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 no. He didn't need to go get famous real quick because the Lord revealed him to people. And he even had to go through a testing in the wilderness. And after that, she was able to speak into his life. Can you imagine Mary when her kid was in the wilderness for 40 days? Can you imagine what the Lord could have been speaking to her when her kid was in the wilderness? But she knew the purpose and call of God on his life. And your baby can look like it's going through a wilderness. But you know, after they come out of the wilderness, that they are ready to be activated. And Mary knew it. He came out and she said, okay, you come over here and you turn this water into wine. Servants, you do what you're supposed to do. She knew that they were made to serve him. I'm just saying, these things that God is worth in us, if we see them as incorruptible we can call purpose out of them and speak the purpose out of them mary was still in postpartum when she called the the wine out of the water miracle from jesus and jesus said it's not yet my time she said oh yes it is she knew the whole time i bet you the whole time that he was in the wilderness she was she knew that the purpose was being fulfilled on his life when you feel like you're in the wilderness maybe it's a, maybe you're a new mom in the middle of the night the baby's screaming and crying. You don't know. He can't speak to you. You rely on the Lord and you are able to call purpose out. I'm telling you, this dude is fierce right here. Doxa Blaze Quazera. He's going to speak over nations. This guy is just like his name. He carries the glory of the Lord. And wherever he goes, whatever he puts his hands to has to be blessed. I'm just saying. There's no coincidence that the Res Life Saints are now in the NBL. By the way, go look at my Instagram. That is insane. What a great Christmas present for us. There is no coincidence. Whatever he touches, wherever he steps his foot or is carried into has to prosper. And it's the same with your babies. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas season. I have some exciting podcasts coming up. I'm slowly launching into this again. Being consistent is really what this coming year is all about for me. Really being consistent. I've learned a lot with Doxa so far. I've learned that I have to slow down. And I've also learned that I have to trust the things that the things that I've been a part of, that God has has it, that he has it. That if I've done what I'm supposed to do with them, that God has it. And that goes for ministry, that goes for cheerleading, that goes for share the love, it goes for my relationships and friendships. God has it. So I hope you have a great, 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 great season. Just know that what God has started in you, He will fulfill it to completion. And He's giving you, if He has birthed something out of you, I don't care if it is a baby, I don't care if it's an organization, if it's a podcast, whatever it could be, maybe something that we haven't even thought, heard, or imagined, because that's the kind of product that should come out of you. Whatever that thing is, I know that it is incorruptible, and I just pray that 
today. I just pray. Actually, let me go ahead and pray right now. Father, I thank you that these listeners, Lord, as well as myself, whatever has been birthed in us through you, Lord God, I thank you that you are showing us, Lord, that we can just rely on you, that there is nothing that's impossible with you, that these things that are incorruptible, Lord God. These are the things, Lord, that will change this entire world. These are the things that call people, Lord, to your name, that that literally reflect you. They are the image of God. They are, are the things that and the tools, Lord, that you use to speak to people, to change their destinies, Lord. God, we thank you. I just speak over everyone's mouth that's listening right now, that you open up your mouth and you speak over your babies. You speak over that product. You speak over the organization, the truth, the things that are incorruptible, the, not the things that are corruptible. I, I speak over your eyes that you do not see the things that are available to be seen in the natural, that your spiritual eyes are awakened and you are filled with hope that, oh man, this thing, This thing, how far can you see? This thing will change the entire world. The entire world. I don't care what it looks like right now. If it looks like a newborn baby lying in a manger smelling like poop, I don't care. I just speak that whatever it is, it's going to change nations and the whole world. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for this season. Lord, I thank you for each person listening. God, I thank you for their life. I thank you, Lord, that they took time to listen. And Lord, I just thank you that during this season, Lord, of of the new birthing, Lord, that um, when we look at postpartum, we don't get discouraged. And the best is not behind us, Lord, but we go from glory to glory to glory to glory. There's no postpartum depression. Starting things and birthing things can be difficult when you have to put in the work after. Lord, I thank you. Just like when I was in pregnancy, Lord, you are the one growing the baby within me and you are still the one growing the baby outside of me, Lord God. I thank you. I speak that same blessing over each person's baby. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Please make good choices. Have fun this holiday season. Uh, I love you. I love all of you and we'll talk to you soon.